I mean, you were looking for one more fireworks before the fireworks on New Year's Eve, and sure. this just in, uh, Kirby Smart and them dogs did not disappoint. We told you it was going to be a lot to a little. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we didn't I see didn't, that coming. No. I didn't think it was going to be no. that lot to that little. We're going to talk about what it means for this year to cap off the season, as well as looking forward to next year, next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. He is Clint. I am Daniel. Thanks for making us your first, well, probably not your first listen of the day because it's Saturday night. We're back out here. You boys back out here on a Saturday night. It feels good to do one more overreaction show. Let's change the background and make sure the people know that it's overreaction time. Um, 63 to 3. It's the largest margin of victory in the history of the bowls. So that's it's significant have, to some. Have the bulls been going on for a while? Daniel? They've been going on for a hot minute or two and um, 60 point margin of victory. Listen, this wasn't a real Florida state team. We told you no. that on Friday. We did. We knew that going in, but if you think for one second that you, that my boy Clint and I are going to get on here and whine about not making the playoff and whine about how Florida state didn't have its all full roster and we're not going to enjoy the heck out of a 13 and one season where Georgia wins its final game of the year against the Florida state Seminoles 63 to three. You got another thought coming, my friend. So uh, before we get into the game and I'm going to let Clint decide where we start because there's a lot. There's a lot. Like Clint side where we start before we get into any of that. I do need to address a serious problem. It's an epidemic. Gurus and insiders have been telling us about it for for months now. As the playoff expands, Clint, more and more people are going to sit out these games, and George is not immune from it because. Carson Beck opted out of the second half of this football game. He did not. He said, I, I'm sorry, coach. My future is too, it's too valuable. And so I'm just not going to play any snaps in the second half. Um, it's Georgia. Georgia had its players. Florida State didn't have its players. And um, it showed on the field. But mm-hmm. Clint, where do you mm-hmm. want to take us to, to begin? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna come hot and heavy second segment. My heart has been stolen. The love of my life is now re-entered, and mm-hmm. here I'm we go. I'm embracing. It's overreaction him. time, friends. If you're new, you'll catch on. You'll catch no. on quick. No, this I'm is, gonna say this, some things. I'm gonna. This say is reactionary, not over because mm-hmm. because my heart has been stolen to a yeah. freshman linebacker. We're gonna no, I'm get ready to him. say things. I'm ready to so, say things. Okay, good. But let's let's start here. It kind of goes with what you were saying, Daniel. The, the epidemic of people opting out and Georgia being full strength and Florida State not being full strength. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me just let me just talk about a couple things. One, Florida State has had 
good recruiting classes. They are reside in the state of Florida, which has a lot of five and four star kids. Yeah. Norvell's a good coach at like no shade towards him. He is a good coach. He coached well the entire year. He is. Okay. He's a good coach. So let's say hypothetically that uh, Georgia didn't have its starters from top to bottom on both sides of the ball playing against Florida state. Let's just say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically you wiped out the entire first string. Well, what, what, would about what, what if I was to tell you that happened and we still in the second half of the game in the second half of the game and, and we, we pitched a shutout, pitched a shutout and, and put 30 more on top of that dome. See, Daniel, this is where I want to start the depth at Georgia and these transfer portal kids. Look, JDJ, Brock Vandegrift, all the rest of them. Okay. Okay. This is life. We're not, mm-hmm. this is not sp- crying over spilled milk. This is not sour grapes. This is not even silver lining in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Look, Top to bottom, Georgia's roster is filled to the brim yes. with talent everywhere. It's better. It's just it's, better than everyone else's roster. It's just better yeah, from top to right. bottom. Every position. They get developed. There's four and five star kids all over the place. We saw Gabe Harris all of a sudden. Daniel. Hello. We saw, we saw guys. Christian Miller wasn't playing in this game, so we thought, oh, no, now we got to go deep down into that defensive. Oh, we're didn't fine down matter. there. We're fine it down there. didn't matter. Clint, can we talk about the running game, the running backs? Can we talk about Kendall Milton for a second? I, can we mm. talk about Kendall Milton for one second, please? I've never said a bad thing about Kendall Milton in my life. Just no, let haven't. the record state. No, you haven't. But somehow you still owe him an apology after that performance. Oh, my gosh. Kendall Milton, if if healthy his entire career at Georgia, Daniel, records would have been threatened. He's going to kill it in the NFL. He absolutely is. And Dejan Edwards ain't far behind him. Those two tonight were spectacular. Now, I know Florida's defensive front, again, decimated. I thought the offensive line played really well. I thought Xavier Trust played great. All five, all the way across. And then you get into the second string. Dylan Fairchild comes in. Monroe Freeling comes in. I thought all the way around the offensive line played great. There were massive holes. I'm talking about washes on whole sides of the line of scrimmage where guys are just getting flooded down the field. But we saw some running from Kendall Milton in the first quarter that um, it made you feel some things. And then, Mm -hmm. while we're talking about the running game, while we're here, in the fourth quarter, third quarter, we saw Roderick Robinson come in the game. Oh, and no. he did a few things that made you think, oh, now hold everything. Let's all just slow down about next year's running back depth chart pecking order. This backfield losing Kendall Milton and Dejan Edwards, two phenomenally talented running backs. This backfield next year is absolutely poised to be devastating to defenses that Georgia faces. Uh, Kendall Milton looked for in the draft process at the combine to show out mm-hmm. and get on a team. He's who going needs, to kill it. And he is going to absolutely. You need a physical back? Sure. You need a speed back? Sure. You need a guy who can put some forearm into somebody else and shiver him off? Yeah. Sure. You need pick a guy. Up the blitz. Pick up the blitz. 
there was a run, Daniel, that he got. He he is not a skinny man. Okay, I'm, no. There was a run that he got wafer thin coming through that hole, he and did. the the video that that the game had perfect shot. He did. Of he him. came in like this, and then he went like this, oh and he gosh. just. Whoop. Oh my gosh, guys! The running back room is fine. We are RBU, and turns out that Roderick next year he gonna from be snap fine. one is going to be fine. We got lots to talk about. I'm going to gush second segment, third segment. We're going to talk about Carson Beck coming back and how all of a sudden, uh-huh. all of a sudden, look into uh-huh. next year. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Bring it uh-huh. on. Who yeah. you got? Yeah, I, know that's I will take them. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. talk about that. But first, these. These are, in fact, eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com. Hmm. The right part. The right fit. The right price. Every single time. It's like if you had a stable of cars in a garage or a stable of running backs in a backfield. And Mm -hmm. you just got to pick garage one, garage two, garage three. It doesn't matter. Roll them out because they're going to be just fine. They're going to work fine. They're going to run and operate perfectly. eBay Motors is making sure that your cars do the exact same in your garage. That's right. Right now, put your year, make, model into my garage. Go on eBay, peruse parts, whether it be oil, oil filters, mm-hmm. performance parts, mm-hmm. exterior, interior performance, whatever you need, the right part, the right fit, the right price. And if you do put your make model year into it, eBay will say, hey, that's guaranteed to fit. If it doesn't, they're going to need your money back. They're going to take that. care of you. Love it. It's for U.S. customers only. eBayMotors.com, the right part, the right fit, the right price every single time. So what you're saying in that ad read, basically, Clint, if I hear you correctly, is that okay. Del McGee is the Jay Leno of mm. running back coaches. He just like has a garage, and it's just <laughs> as far as the eye can see. And he says, which one today? Which one shall Dang. I go with today? Let's move over to the defensive side of the okay. ball, and I'm going to give you the floor here. But then I'm going to chime in. I have some things I would like to say. I'm going to start with with the stir stick of this defense for next year for for this game and for next year okay i'm gonna start with the guy who is physically talented who a couple of times even in this game blew a couple of assignments there's there was a couple of pass plays in which the tight end linked out running back got out lost in coverage but if you don't understand that a full off season for cj allen sucking up next to will muschamp and kirby smart and learning this defense being entrusted let me be clear and specific there is a reason JDJ is now playing at Kentucky. Can I can I real quick? Because this is this is where this is my chime in, and then I'm gonna kick it back to you. First of all, two things can be true at the same time, listeners. Famous for saying it. Thing number one, JDJ, go be great. Yes. Nothing but love for you, excited for you. Go be great. This in no way should a disparaging word be said about him. Nope. Let me instead. Just state a simple fact. Please don't. He didn't leave. No. He got run off. And the person that run him off was CJ Allen. Like uh, it it's not it was a f- forced exit, if you will. I don't know how to say this. I like like I want to say with all due respect, and normally that means I'm about to disrespect you, but it's true. With all due respect, we are upgrading at linebacker next year from day one. Yeah, and this is a like JDJ is a guy who has performed incredibly well for two straight years for the Georgia Bulldogs, and it 
That's still true. It is. C.J. Allen, according to this coaching staff, now again, it's not my opinion, and nope. it's not your opinion that matters. No. no one cares what you think about Mike Bobo. More people care what I think about Mike Bobo just because, just based on sheer numbers. But uh, still, in the grand scheme of things, no one cares what I think about Mike Bobo. No. It's what Kirby Smart thinks about yep. guys like C.J. Allen and Raylan Wilson. And um, he likes he likes them quite uh, a bit. These are still, after all, collegiate athletes on scholarship. The top cream of the crust all the way across America play at Florida State, SEC, Clemson. These are cool. And C.J. Allen hit fools so hard they were bouncing backwards, shedding blocks, sacking, rushing the passer, tackling in the open field, running downhill with a clean lane. This man is a heat-seeking missile, and he ran JDJ off. I am in love with our linebacking core for next year all of a sudden because you're going to give me a full season. This this man is a bona fide, true-as-true-can-get freshman thrust into opportunity. He made the most of it next year, Daniel. This, the sky's the limit for this kid. The sky is the limit Correct. for this kid. He's got some things to learn. He's oh, got yes. some things to clean up. And um, there's nobody better in America to help him do that than yes. the three guys that are in charge of this defense. Um, I'm going to move into the secondary. I'm going to talk about number one, Dale and Everett. Go get you some. Go get you one, Dale and Everett. Let Why the road you. State, we have never said anything bad about Dale. <laughs> oh, shoot. Go get you one. Um, thing number two, um, Daniel Harris. Holy plays geez. the whole game today. Yep. I thought plays pretty dang well. There was a long catch, a, a big pass play that led to Florida State's only points in the first quarter. Let me be clear about this. That was not Daniel Harris's fault. He was in perfect position. That was a perfectly thrown ball and an insane catch. Ask any defensive coordinator. Made. You literally, a perfect pass cannot be defended no matter you what you love do. the position that he was in, though, on that deep ball, Clint. Um, Daniel Harris, by the way, Ten minutes prior to the post to the recording of this episode, uh -huh. he went. He goes ahead and puts out there on Twitter. You may have thought my name was in the transfer portal. You might want to take that back because I'm not going anywhere. I'm all dog. I'm coming. He back. is. He Here loves he is to back. see that. By the way, Julian Humphrey also announces he's coming back to the University of Georgia. All of a sudden, the cornerback position, which looked to be decimated, it did. Now, not only do you have very talented freshmen coming in, and you have very talented freshmen coming in, yeah, but you've got a whole game worth of experience for Daniel Harris, which he played really well, a whole season's worth of experience for Dalen Everett, and Julian Humphrey obviously injured late in the year but played great when we saw him as well. Exciting. Yep things at the cornerback position and while we're in the defensive backfield listen i don't know if it's the last time we'll ever see him in red and black but let's just take a moment mm -hmm. and javon bullard and um and um malachi starks i know he's coming back he's coming back and um kamari lassiter and tyke smith like these guys georgia georgia's defensive backfield 
has been fantastic this year. And especially a guy like Javon Bullard, it just cannot be overstated what he's done for this program. Obviously, he's not announced a decision at the time of this recording, but can't be overstated what he's done if he decides to go to the NFL will leave as one of the most beloved Georgia Bulldogs of all time in my yes, mind. hundred percent. I, they got some decisions and they're going to, what it tells me decisions were not made. Daniel, this, this much I know decisions were not made. How can I tell? Uh, safeties are not transferring out of Georgia. Like at the cornerback position is very evident. Like at the linebacker position, it was very evident. Oh, yeah. like you have at the end of year review for your job and the boss comes in and lets mm-hmm. you know. The end of the year review for a couple of these guys was not favorable. And Kirby Smart and staff made decisions on who they were looking forward to next year. That, that's been decided. Okay. Yep. You can see it on the offensive side of the ball um, as well. We're going to get into the wide receiver. The young wide receiver is here in a moment because, my goodness, Carson Beck got some just dudes. I'm going to talk about a not young wide receiver. And y'all better be ready for it. So in the review came back. And they said, here are the guys we're going with. You not work your work your butt off. Come in the offseason. You got you got some work to do though. Again, Kirby Smart and staff have not been anything but upfront and consistent with these kids because they want the best for them. They said, here's what you got to do in the offseason. If you can't do that, you're gonna have a tough sled ahead of you. This is what we're looking for. We're looking for this amount of weight gain, this amount of reps, this amount of gain, this whatever it is. Here's what we're gonna need. Safety position had nobody leaving. Had nobody coming in as of yet. And right now, those guys played as much as they could in the game, which means decisions are yet to be made. End of the year review came back and said, you guys are it. We love you all. It's fantastic. What do you want to do? And they said, Coach, we don't know. We're going to go through the draft process. We're going to make some decisions then. And then we're going to let you know. And Coach said, yes, we're game. We're here for it. If they come back, holy jeez. Daniel, it, holy jeez. The culture in Athens is as good as you could ever want it. And again, we could talk. We could spend all offseason talking about it. Was this season a disappointment for the Georgia Bulldogs? Absolutely. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Yes, yes, it was. It it was its national championship or bust. It's certainly college football playoff or bust. And and this was a disappointing season. We had a tough loss to Alabama in the SEC championship game. The way that the draw shook out, the way that the teams you know, unfolded, you know, most every other year of the college football playoff, this Georgia team still makes the playoff. Yep. But this year they just happened to, you know, there was a there was a an unfavorable draw. There was a lot of teams that had good records. And so Georgia doesn't make it in. It's a disappointing season. But this team is just poised to not ever go anywhere. No. Like no. anywhere. Georgia fans. And that's all you can ask for. You're not going to win the championship every year. Nope. But this Georgia team is as solid as it gets. And it starts with the biggest offseason decision. And that is from Carson Beck deciding he is coming back. And so let's move back to the offensive side of the ball in segment three for the 199 right after this. But first, prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college. You get a first they get? deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks to locked on college first deposit match up to hundred dollars. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college. It's pretty simple, Daniel. Mm-hmm. You pick the guys that you think are gonna do well. That's it. Okay, so That's Kendall it. Milton. So so Kendall Milton. Uh-huh. So just just him. He's rushing against a a completely decimated defensive front. And he's playing behind virtually his entire first string offensive line, except Amarius Mims. 
Cool. So he's going to do really, really he's well. He's going to do really well. And you know that as a fan, you know that. You just go in and prize pick says, oh, how about we give you seven yards per carry? What if you would have were to say seven over under seven yards per carry? You would say, well, give me the over. Well, that's an insanely high number. I would probably take the under. Just kidding. I'll take the no. over. That's what prize picks is all about. It's daily fantasy made easy. Go over to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college. Promo code lockdown college for first deposit match up to $100 right now. Clint, we've got all year next year to talk about Carson Beck. So sure. let's let's just say he's spectacular and he's real and he's spectacular. And that's really all that needs to be said about him at this point. You want to talk about some young receivers. Before you do, can I talk about the best receiver on Georgia's football team? Go ahead. His name's Dylan Bell. That's it. That's who he is. He's he's the number one next year. And if you don't think that's But what about, what about speedy, top-flight, tall guys transferring in, Daniel? What about them? Dylan Bell okay. is the number one wide receiver on next okay. year's team. Okay, what about guys who are unproven, who are very, very talented, came in a couple years ago in this recruiting class, very speedy, very fast, highly recruited, highly evident guys. Dylan what? Bell. Okay, his, his name's still He Bell. went up and he made that catch today on a man's... Stupid. On top of a man's head. He is as physical and as sure-handed as they come. He yep. runs great routes. He's got great after-the-catch ability, My but God. it's his physicality, Clint. That is, it just jumps off the film as you watch it. Yeah. He's a bully at the think, wide receiver position. I think it at times we get very lazy with comparisons. Okay. But, Daniel, the, like, the more that you just watch his physicality, the more that you just scream Debo Samuel in the NFL, not Debo Samuel at South Carolina, because he was wasted at South Carolina. Well, he was at South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, it goes without saying. But you're talking about a dude who just wants the ball in whatever position, whatever yeah. area you want to give it to him, contested catches over the middle, on the sideline, up in man coverage, zone coverage, taking a hit. It doesn't matter. He is a baller. He is stout. He can catch. He has his catch radius is bigger than his body. Like I, I know that doesn't make yeah, yeah, yeah. sense. No, no, absolutely. Go, go, gadget arms. It, it, it just all of a sudden, if a ball's in the area, I, I have supreme confidence it's going to be brought down. Dylan Bell is the best receiving threat we have next year. Not even close. Yeah, it's. Do not overlook him on this depth chart when you are thinking about next year's team, because that's a dude right there. Like that's he's not particularly athletic he's not like so that's why people are going to be like Debo Samuel that's a terrible comp because Debo Samuel freak athlete hyper fast hyper quick twitchy deep like Dylan Bell's none of those things but do you know what he is what is he's he? just fast enough he's just he's just stronger than everyone who lines up opposite him he could just jump pretty high he could just run pretty fast he he does everything, but he just does yes. it really well. Yes, and and Georgia and Mike Bobo are just, are figuring out like you just, just the ball. you use this guy however you can to get the ball in his hands, yeah. and that's exactly what they're doing. I want to make one more statement, and then we'll let you talk about the young wide receivers. Um, one in particular who I know you're gonna mm. you're gonna discuss. Mm. Um, I want you to listen carefully though. 
okay. Georgia fans because I don't want you to hear me saying something that I'm not saying. But I, I also yeah. I also want you to hear me say the thing that I do say. Okay. Brock Bowers. Yeah. Is the best player to ever play at Georgia that Georgia will not miss at all when he leaves. That is two things true at the same time. I'm not saying Oscar Delp is as good as Brock Bowers. No. Nope. Don't that's not what I said. Don't try to don't try to play that sound by back and act like that's what I said. It's not. Oscar Delp's not as good as Brock Bowers. But here's a simple fact. Okay. Oscar Delp is plenty dang good at football. Georgia is not going to miss Brock Bowers at all. And friends, that is insane. That's ridiculous that we would be so stacked at the wide receiver position or at the tight end position with Oscar Delp and Lawson Lucky. Mm. And by the way, Pierce Sperlin, who is a who's a freaking antelope running did, down the sideline. I was I I know who Sperlin is. I know his height. I know his oh, yeah, physical yeah. trait. You didn't know his legs were that long when he I had long no hiding down. The, it looked like he was doing the triple jump for 20 yards down the sideline. It's like I was, he was like covering nine yards per stride. Yeah. Um, Georgia is not going to miss Brock Bowers at all. And and no. guys, that's insane. That's how talented Oscar Delp and company are at tight end. Okay. The, the two things I want to go. Um, Anthony Evans is going to slot into this receiving core just perfectly. Like, like, just fine. Seamlessly. Seamlessly. If you want a if you want an actual Lad McConkey type guy that's going to be closer to him, hello. It's, it's him. More it, than oh, it's else. always yeah. been him. It's always been him. He's going to slot in perfectly in the system. We have the system. We have the guys to just go line shift, line shift every yeah. single time. And a number of guys come back. So he is him. I'm fully anticipate. But let me tell you something else that goes understated that I don't think if you caught on the, the the broadcast had no clue because they thought he was in just for a little bit of the game. If you thought, oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to miss Amarius Mims so much next year uh, and we have no clue. Yeah. No, there's a true freshman Freeling who got to play this game for a majority of the game at right tackle. And he got a little bit doing just fine. Admirable work. Okay. Doing just fine. Fairchild. Ernest, Ernest Green over there. Ernest uh, Green is okay. He fine. But Yo. come back after come back preseason because I'm gonna have a lot of things to say about Ernest Green because there's a, been a lot, there's been a run of left tackles at UGA that have sure been incredible. Ads. Yeah. Green may be ascending that list rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Anthony Evans, I think, is gonna be absolutely I think. He gives me strong McCole Hardman vibes. Strong McCole Hardman vibes. That's a great one. When he's in the game. Um, How about the fact that Lad McConkey played in this game? It's not going to get like, please talk to me about culture problems that your school is having. Because freaking Lad McConkey went out and dressed out, suited up and played in this game. Why? Why did he? We talked about this last week. Why would he do that? I just... I, I don't mean to be inarticulate, but what? Why? That's, that's all I can say. When I saw him out there, I was like, no, no, no. When this you is- saw him going over the middle, catching balls over the middle, making guys miss, 
picking up first downs. We're going to be asked, Daniel, you and I are going to be asked to go on NFL draft. That's right. Lost on Giants. Patricia Trainer. Patricia Trainer. We're coming. We're coming. We're and I'm going to tell you, they're going to ask. They're going to yeah. say, hey, this 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 draft class, you know, there's there's Brock Bowers and, and there's Mims. And Marius Mims. And, and, and Bullard, if he declares. And, and, yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, they're going to ask, Lassiter, this who's player. the guy on this roster that's going to make an impact that nobody's talking about? And I will say, Lad McConkie, if every single time if you want an I'll instant, say Kendall Milton you'll say you say lad you yeah I'll say lad you say Kendall and guys this man oh hey this is overreaction but not really because we just reacted we're fantastic we're good the future is bright oh we're good we're, we're fine we'll be back on Monday um discussing some things uh and all next week if you're on the Longtown Bulldogs podcast um it's basketball season Come don't on, be y'all. afraid of it don't be afraid of it Water's fine. Come on in. The water's fine. But we got lots of football talk, basketball talk, all of it here for you on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. And we'll see you guys then. See you.